Welcome to Season 2 of the 52 Weeks Podcast. A series where four people come together to dream big, start small, and act daily. Hey guys, this is Meredith. This year, I want to kill it at learning the guitar and make yummy recipes. Why, hello! Steph here in 2021 is going to be my year to run faster, eat all the veggies, and read more than ever before. I'm Heidi, a new addition this season, and I'm excited to be here. This year, I'm slowing down, showing more gratitude, and embracing the whole spectrum of real life. I'm the base of the podcast, Josh. This year, I want to have a failure each day and achieve my goals for my company, JP Couture. Make sure to subscribe so you don't have FOMO. Hello, welcome to week four. Hey. Hello. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Do you guys feel like we've been doing this for four weeks? Yeah, I yeah. do. Four weeks. Yeah, about. it seems about four. four. We're, we're getting the flow of it, right? It's gone by quick. Yeah. Um. So, to just get into everything, I apologize about last week where it just didn't record and I lost our whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of great wisdom um, so the quote for last week was fantastic. Yes. Um, All about every day is a new day. Start over. Like sunrises, sunsets. Sunrises and sunsets. And Sunrise, Josh talked about sunset. how he's been seeing a lot of sunset, sunrises. I ha- I did. Um, I just forget that you guys didn't hear that conversation at all. Um <laughs> um yeah it just kind of um i was just thinking i've been trying to figure out if i like sunsets or sunrises better it's kind of uh 50 50 sixes for me i did there is something nice about a sunrise where it's just like early in the morning it doesn't feel like anyone's out it's just nice so um, okay, so how has your guys' week been? Any fun updates? Mm-hmm. Tell we, us. We are lively tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, but I feel like exciting things happened. I ate sushi. Okay. I asked for a promotion today. Hey. How'd that go? It went well. She wrote back very quickly. Sorry about that. She wrote back very quickly, and I was like, oh, I can breathe again. Because <laughs> I sent her like... I don't know how she's going to take it. So I won't say too much more. I don't want to jinx anything. But I'll let you know next week. Good job. (laughs) That's excellent. So are they going to think about it and get back to you next week, I'm assuming? I'm meeting with her tomorrow to talk the details. But her response was, I've been thinking about that too. Excellent. So the hardest part is hopefully over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, great minds. No, the hardest part is the pay part. But. I feel safe saying this because they don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my boss doesn't. Other friends do, but. So, yeah. Good. Heidi, how was your week after being on vacation? Oh, it was good. Good to be back. Good to get into, like, the swing of things. I had a long list. I had this, like, a notebook piece of paper with every line filled of things I needed to get done. But it turned out better than I thought, right? I mean, I was able to cross off a bunch of things on the list. The thing I'm probably most excited about is, so over Christmas break, I, I, well, I got a desk for Christmas that 
I decided I was going to paint yellow. I mean, it was a brand new desk, but I wanted it to be yellow. So I spent my whole break like sanding and priming and painting and uh, sealing and top coating and da 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 da. And then I, on the way home, because it was all in pieces, right? I like very carefully stuck the pieces, like stacked them and drove them home. And then the top coat, which I had let dry for a long time, um, stuck to each other. Dang it. So when I like got home, I had to peel the wood apart and it just it, awful, right? And on top of that, it was the wrong color of yellow. Like once I got it into my room and compared it with the other things, I was like, this is not going to work. So then I didn't know what to do because I don't have a garage. I don't have like sanding stuff. I don't have, mm-hmm. I left the primer at my mom's house, you know, all of these mm-hmm. things. And I thought, how? Now I just have this eyesore desk that was supposed to be so cute in the corner of my room. And what am I going to do with it until I can go home again and take it down there and, you know, resand and reprime and blah, blah, blah. But then I just had, my mom told me that she was coming up um, to visit some siblings. And I remembered that my sister has a garage. So I'm just going to take that desk to my sister's house. And I'm today on my way home from this, I'm going to go to the Home Depot. And I have like a little piece of like yellow that's the right yellow to color match. And so I'm excited because there's opportunity and potential, whereas before... I thought, I don't know how I'm even going to solve this problem, right? And people thought, like, what are you going to do about the desk? I have no idea what I'm going to do about the desk. I don't have Mm -hmm. a place to, like, Mm -hmm. do it. I don't have the tools. I don't have the time. I'm not going to – I'm not going home for another, like, months. Uh So I'm just going to have this desk sitting in my corner that I hate. Yep. No, I don't have to. I'm going to fix it. Very nice. fix that desk. It's going to be cute. And your mom can bring the primer with her. She can bring the primer. She can bring the top coat. She can bring all of the – Rolly, you know, mm-hmm. paint brushes. She can bring the thing to put on the floor so I don't get paint all over my sister's garage. Guys. Repainting oh, is cute. the hardest. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> well, I, no, I mean, because, like, you already did repainting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? You have already been through it. It's just. It was rough, Matt. Yeah. It was rough to begin with, and now, anyways. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry it didn't work out for you the first round. But I'm excited for the potential that there is out there now. Yep. Yep. That's how my week was. <laughs> nice. Um, well, Josh, do you, should we start with your goals? How yeah. did you do? So I did pretty good. Um, and I had a great week. Uh, I st- decided to actually just have my, I'm always on my computer, on my phone. Um, and so I put my home screen as of like a vision board. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, so I did nice. that instead of printing it. Um, I finished out, uh, I'm 85% done on the, my shoe portion of my website. It's not, um, I just have a few tweaks to be done on that. Beyond time, it's working progress. <laughs> I would have to say this week has been a lot better. I was relatively on time to the, our soccer game. Um, and I started on... Um, setting up a template to do my cufflink box. Uh, so I just have to fin- do the finished product. And then I was five out of seven with my daily goals. Awesome. Mary, how were your goals? Cool. Are we talking about week three goals? 
Week four. Week four goals. Yeah. Weird, guys. Weird. Yeah. I went by that quick, huh? Yeah, it did. <laughs> well, that and I just, I added in my next week goals to the wrong week. So oh. it looks like I got a really long list. And it's going to look like I didn't do anything. But that's because <laughs> I just added them. <laughs> um, I wrote in my journal. I flossed. I read the Book of Mormon. I did not cook with, with legumes. Um, and that is where my list ended. Okay. So easy week last week. Heidi, how did your week go? Good. Good. Uh, my daily things um, are the the expressing gratitude and the slowing down, the wholeheartedness. I tried to sing more this week. Okay. So I did a little singing in the shower, just to spice things up a bit. And in the car? I car? I listened to like Broadway songs while I cooked instead of listening to like my book on tape, mm-hmm. which is great, but more serious and educational than singing Broadway songs. So I just tried to find ways to laugh and play more. Um, So that was really good. And then my only other one was to um, listen to my professional development credits for my PMP. And I found them. They're only an hour long. All I have to do is listen. So that's good. So I actually listened to three of those as opposed to two. Um, And then because I didn't have any other goals, I was able to do some extra stuff. So I sewed some bags for Days for Girls. And I worked on organizing my photos. And then um, I emailed um, a lady from work that I want to kind of have be a mentor, but just kind of pick her brain on, like, the path that she took. Um, And so I'm going to meet with her this coming week. Um, So good stuff. Good stuff got done. Sweet. Um, So my week for goals, I worked a ton this week. Like, I worked all weekend. And, like, we had talked last week how we're grateful that we record on Mondays, because usually Monday, if we don't have it done, catch up. And that's usually, like, Sunday, Monday. But um, I just didn't have that this week. And so I'm, like, disappointed because I'm, like, I've been going through weeks straight with a lot of these goals. I was ready to take them off, you know, and just have them be, like, this. these are habits. But it's okay. Like, so I didn't get my war room prayer this week. I did five and a half out of my 12 miles. One out of four of my intervals, nine out of 12 of my vegetables, four out of eight of my fruit. And I didn't have walking on there, but I did like 2.7 miles walking. And then I did, I am so glad that I've put the attend sacrament on here. I sent Meredith a message, but I'm glad that because it's easy to just be like, oh, I'll just watch it this week that I'm invited. You know, it's like so easy to be like, oh, I can just watch it. But to actually get my butt out and go to church and you, Heidi and Josh were both there. So it was nice to see their faces, you know. Um, it just is nice that that's the goal. And Kelly saves me a spot every week. So I'm very oh, grateful for that. That's great. Um, and then I did six out of my 10 pages of the Book of Mormon. So it's like today I was like, well, I could just go home early and get all this stuff done. But I had stuff to do at work. And I was like, no, it's okay that you don't get. And I think that's sometimes hard when it's like you're in this habit of like getting most of your goals, you know, to have a week where it's not as productive, but that's okay. Cause it's a process and it's not about perfection, but. Well, and you also knew going into next last week that mm-hmm. it was going to be a hard week. That's why you yeah. kept your goals small. Yeah. Knowing. So you prepared for that. Maybe you didn't set small enough goals mm-hmm. to be able to do, but you still. Knew. Well, and part of it, like, 
I didn't check when Vasa closed on Saturday and I was like prepared to go. I love the cinema room at 10 o'clock. <laughs> it's like everyone comes and it's just Friday night. It was so much fun in there. Like people were laughing at the same parts. You felt like you were in the theater. So it was like sweet Saturday. Like I worked and then I was like, oh, I'll just like go at the same time. And I went and it was closed. And so I was like, okay, I'll go run outside. But mm. no, like normally if I'm running outside, but my mind was playing tricks on me because there's this guy that was walking that was smoking weed. And, you know, you can smell that smell. And then... Skunk smell. Yeah. And Ooh. then I, like, went into a different neighborhood and I could smell the smell. <laughs> I was like, where is he? But I couldn't see him. So I'm like, is he going to jump out at me or on a corner? So it just was messing with me. Of I need to follow your phone. It makes me nervous when you run at night. So... I mean, it's safe. Oh, oh, it's I, safe neighborhoods. I mean, like, follow your phone. I, I location. Yeah, I love running <laughs> Not at you. night. I don't need to follow no, you. No, I love running at night. And normally, like, I don't think twice about it. But it was just one of those nights. <laughs> but I got one mile in. But I was supposed to get a lot more. So that affected that. But anyways. So let's go on for next week's goal. So Josh, what goals do you have for this week? Um, for this week, I'm wanting to do the daily uh, routine and finish my uh, simple site so I can get that up and going. People can actually go to it mm -hmm. and just kind of very simple and start building from there uh, Why it's functional. And then I have uh, two wallets I need to finish up. Uh, my sewing machine is going to arrive this week. Yeah, So nice. I need to get set that, that set up. Um, so I'm excited about that. It's an industrial sewing machine. And I have a suit that I need to design, like the lining. Um, he wants to do a cut. Uh, he gave me a photo and he wants it a certain way. And so I just got to get up the layout good. I got to get that finished this week. And I want to develop a new wallet design as well. Sweet. Um, Mayor, what are your goals? Okay, so I've got a long list this week. So my usual weeklies, which are write my journal of floss and read the Book of Mormon. Um, I'm going to take Cooking with Legumes off. I'm going to do some more research on it. Um, I will be meal planning for the month. Oh. I'm going big. That's intense, okay. Which means I'm going to take, like, inventory of what I have, planning meals, what I need to get, etc. Uh, I'm going to make a laminated checklist for my morning and evening routine so yeah. I can check them off that it'll be yeah. next to my bed. and um, So I'm going to make that and follow it. I'm going to remake my vision board. I don't like it right now, and so I want to redo it. Wait, so people couldn't hear last week, but you have a, a shirt pinned? I do. It's still pinned. <laughs> it's a shirt I want to fit into again one day. Not again. I bought it from DI. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like it would fit and it doesn't but I could so <laughs> that's my motivation yes. um but I'm gonna make re I'm gonna get a cork board I was telling Heidi and I want to like paint it myself put acrylics on it and make it all pretty um and then I'm gonna cover it up <laughs> with pictures of what I want to do with my life but um so I'm going to check off my temple goal for this month and go to the temple this Saturday. Uh, you know, that means sit outside. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to the guitar store. I probably won't buy my guitar, but I'm going to do some window shopping and find out what kind of guitar I want to. Um, I will print my planner this week, guys. I will Woo! print it this week. It is 
you know, at this point, it's done in my mm-hmm. book. Yeah. <laughs> I could yeah. care less if there's mistakes. Mm-hmm. I could care less if the pictures don't look good. I'm printing it. I'm yeah. tired of it. I want to start writing in it. I've been working on the planner since October. It's but time. I've also had to teach myself. Yeah. So. Um, my Wednesday and Thursday are usually the days I start to slack off in getting up and doing my morning routine. So that's my focus this week is Wednesday and Thursday. And then I, I have a... I have a jar, a piggy bank, that I'm going to roll the coins and take them to the bank. Nice. That's, That's awesome. My yeah. life. Sounds like a week. Yeah. Do you divide them in, like, silvers and pennies? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You have to now. You can't take a jar of coins to a bank anymore. You have to roll them yourself. You have to roll them yourself. Do you feel like Scrooge McDuck when you do it? I haven't done it yet, but I'm sure I will. (laughs) I'm sure I will. I'm going to borrow. I'm going to steal from work our little. We have tons of paper. Nobody really donates coins to us anymore. So I've got a bunch that I'm going to bring home from work and put on a good movie and roll my coins. (laughs) But I'm sure there's a lot of money. I've had that piggy bank for... It's a jar that I painted as like a teenager. Wow, so I've had it forever. Bank, <laughs> yeah, it says piggy bank on it. That's awesome. That you had it for so long. Yeah, that's great. Ever. Um, okay, so Heidi, what are your goals? Yeah, so um, my list is longer this week, but I made it before I learned that I could possibly work on the desk this week. So I'm not sure how far we'll get, but to do the daily things, I'm going to try and get four PDU credits. Um, work on days for girls for an hour. Um, I'm going to have that meeting with Laura and I'm going to call um, a friend of a friend who also works in the the field I want to go into. I'm going to read two magazines from my stack that I'm trying to get rid of and I'm going to work on my scrapbook for one hour. So nice. That's what we're going to do. Sweet. Love it. Um, I'm just keeping mine to running this week. My running coach gave me my the goals that she wanted for me this week so 13 miles running and two intervals so because it's another long week of working but it's like all stuff that I enjoy so it's fun but it just is prioritizing stuff out yeah we have a guest with us today Paul Moore and I just want to give you a little background so Paul I really like have loved your story because you lost over 90 pounds and can you just start by just running? Well, it started with a friend, a good friend. So I was a counselor at a camp, and I was really close. I, I knew the uh, the director of the camp, met his wife, wonderful lady. I, You know, there's other camp counselors, and I'm just in passing, I was talking to her. And uh, I was like, man, that, that girl counselor is pretty cute. And she was like, you got to lose some weight, but if you want a chance with her. She is straight up to my face. I'm not saying that's the way. That's not great forever. It it got me in gear. I'll say that. And uh, you know, it's it started from there. You know, that summer I was eating salads, drenched in ranch, but they were salads, <laughs> and so it was better than deep fried. Baby everything. steps. So baby steps. So yeah. yeah. And then I moved to Utah um, a little bit later, um, and I start. There was a, a friend that liked to run, also happened to be a girl. So I feel like women are good motivators for certain things. And so she liked to run and I'm like, well, she likes to run. Maybe I'll try this. And so I actually run more than her now. So yeah, still friends with her. Yeah. But yeah. 
Well, so you have a website, Driven Deep. I do. And on there, you wrote this, and this is the theme for our episode today. I thought it was great. It says, sometimes things don't work out no matter how hard we plan, but that's not the point. The point is taking time to make a plan and then walking the path. You see, the path we walk to our dreams is more important than the dream itself. Right. So tell us about that. So why I wrote that is very much that life is about becoming something and we become something through the steps that we take through life. Um, the end goal is good. The end goal is great. We do whatever goal we hit and we feel excited. Um, but generally speaking, after we've hit a goal, that fades pretty quickly, whatever it is, and then we reach a new goal or we set a new goal to, to push ourselves. But the real beauty of goals and making plans is who we become in the process. How is our character developed? Um, how is our mind refined? How is our heart strengthened? Um, so what, any thoughts you guys had on that quote? Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so part of planning, so uh -huh. I feel like when I first like met you years ago, you had this yeah. goal that you wanted to have a planner for right. people. And right. so that has come about this year in 2021. And so I, that's why part of the right. reason I wanted you on here because this has been a big dream of yours forever and it's finally coming. So tell us about it. Yeah. Part of the reason why it took so long is because I don't know if you've, there's been other dreams that have, or other things that have come along. Right. And I've always, it's almost like slow motion multitasking where you like, you have all these different goals that you're doing and you're slowly chipping away at, at, at a bunch of them. Um, this, this past year uh, was an interesting one. Uh, well, about a year this past November, um, I started a marketing agency with two of my good friends. And so that's literally taken off. I've been busier than I've ever been this past year. 2020 has been crazy busy, which is good. Um, but uh, that kind of prolonged some things. But, uh, but also um, getting patents finalized, getting the finances to, fin to like pay for those patents, getting things copyrighted, all of that. And, and I will say it's been a a process of revelation and just understanding and and knowing and learning like what what I want to do and who I want to be. The happiness planner. So I'll just kind of give a, an outline yeah, of what that is. Um, so um, I call it my happiness planner. Um, I call it that just so that when people are um, are using it and referencing it, they take ownership of it. Like this is my happiness planner. Right. Um, it started with that. So it started with my journey of, of, of uh, weight loss. And so the, the, the purpose of it is to feed each area of your soul. It's what I call the five dimensions of happiness. So that's spiritual, physical, intellectual, emotional, and social. And so it's all about understanding what, it like, what it's like to be hungry in five slightly different ways. And whenever we're hungry emotionally, what do I do to feed myself? Um, in that way and socially and so on and um, spiritually. And so that's where it started. And then eventually over the years, I started writing this a while back. And so it's just been a slow process of refining, refining 10 different prototypes. And, uh, and then now it's kind of a much bigger vision where 
Um, it's not going to just be one plan or it's going to be more of a life balance ecosystem where it's um, how do I begin with the end in mind and how do I see what I want to become at the end of my life right now? So like looking forward 60 years into the future, what do I want to be at the end of that? And then working back. And that's what this whole ecosystem is about. So currently in the next month, month or so, I'll be launching my happiness planner and then what I'm calling my routine tracker. Um, but then but then later on this year, or maybe within the next year, um, I'll have the next phases of the lifestyle or the life balance ecosystem coming out. That's kind of cool that you're focusing on what do you want to be in uh, further past, like not mm -hmm. like a year or five years. Mm -hmm. I've also uh, read and heard that you kind of want to what, uh, write your own obituary. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that way you can like, okay, well, what do I want to be remembered for? And exactly. that's what you will place your goals. It sounds like it's much like that, right? Definitely. You actually reminded me there's actually one more I'll eventually come out with, and it's going to be a service journal. So it'll be a journal that you write down so that even after, you're, after you've passed on, people can remember you. So um, what is it? Uh, Sandlot, heroes get remembered, but uh, <laughs> legends never die. Yeah. And so, uh, so that's kind of, that was kind of the... Um, how 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 that came about that that last phase, but yeah, no, it's um, it's very much. If I want to be this person in sixty years, I have to start doing certain things today to make that happen. I feel like writing your own obituary is a very different type of vision board. <laughs> well, because right? like yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You're like, what do I want to name my kids? Not like that. Like. Um, <laughs> Right. Meredith was life. She would. She finally was able to get a recipe of my goons. <laughs> <laughs> Although it she was became a master legume cook. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, we're gonna get there. Um, can we see what your planner looks like? For sure, for sure. So this is what one is this one? So this is just more of the cover prototype. Okay. So the actual. Uh, this is this is total makeshift like yeah, super yeah. easy prototype or super quick prototype so this is the my routine tracker so it'll have um this is and i've got to flip flop it this yeah. is this is version one version or version three maybe but um the the next version it'll be morning and then your evening and so you just go through each one you put the times you put what the task is and then you track it um how many did you hit each day and then over time you can see okay how many did i hit this way um, and then how many did, um, did I hit going? So how many did I hit on average each particular day? And then how did I do under each particular task within your morning routine and evening routine? And so that's pretty much that. It's just a, the whole purpose is, and, um, and I also have like content um, on like sleep and like why it's important. Um, and uh, yeah, how just making sure that your life has these bookends call it where it's like you you're you're anchored to your sleep that's the whole purpose of the, that part of the system is just anchoring you to sleep because there's a whole slew of problems when we don't get good sleep so so this is routine but then you have a happiness one how do correct. those differ correct so the morning um the my routine tracker is just your morning and evening routines that's it the whole purpose is to help you anchor to your sleep and that's really what you're doing right when you wake up 
um, and then what you do um, prior to going to bed. So for me, part of my evening routine is making sure one of the steps is like cleaning my room for like five minutes, you know. Um, another one is turning off or dimming my lights so that my body is starting to get in that sleep mode, right? Um, and a few other things like that. And so um, the the happiness planner itself um, is your basically your your day. I'm going to give you see if I can find a blank one. Well, I can't. I've been using. I've used this all the way through. So this is kind of your morning your your daily outlook. So you've got um, in this on this page is your um, five tasks for the day. And I call them tasks rather than goals because it's just something simple like I can do these five things today. And there are two booklets. There's the calendar booklet and then there is the method booklet. So once you learn the method, you don't have to have it in this. You don't have to carry it around. You just know what the method is and how to write these tasks down and how and how to go through it all. And so um, for my morning routine or for for my for my, excuse me, my five daily tasks, um, spiritual often, often having having some kind of scripture study, um, physical might be running, doing some stretching, um, not going to be running five miles every day or every other day, but sometimes it's just stretching for 15 minutes, right? Um, and then my, my intellectual task might be um, reading a article on something that I didn't know on some topic I didn't know, right? Um, and my um, my emotional tasks are generally the same. I always try and write three gratitudes um, and then three affirmations. Um, and then my social will generally be like when I'm driving home from work calling my mom and my dad or my sister in Pennsylvania. So just that's kind of my, whenever I get in the car, I automatically like, who can I call? Because I, you know, I so, just, so, um, so that's kind of that. And then you've got your calendar, or your 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 day outlook hours, these are gray, so you can write over them if you want. You don't have to use it for that, um, but you can use it as like a hours of the day, place for affirmations, daily motivational quote, daily um, place to put your gratitudes, and then on a scale of one to ten, how happy am I today and why? Um, and then at the end of every week, um, you have like an outlook where same similar as the as the routine tracker you're tracking your happiness and how did I feel and why did I feel that way and so that way you can look back and see how do I change how do I tweak things to like produce more happiness in my life so so these techniques that you used in your process of mm -hmm. attaining your weight loss goal or whatever mm -hmm. and that's why you're yeah this is where this is where it all started yeah that was kind of the um, beginning of it all was my journey and just slow and steady growth and slowly implementing certain things. I think most people fail um, when it comes to lifestyle changes, when they take on too much all at once. Um, it's like someone who's like January one, they're like, I'm going to eat plants, right? And I'm going to eat so healthy and they overdo <laughs> it. What's that? Legumes. And it's one of those where it's like just – Take a couple of things like we are as humans, we are so we don't even realize how habitual we are in everything that we do. Like most of our day, we don't even like so many things we don't even think about that we're doing. Like I drive a manual. Am I actually thinking about getting in the car, opening it, putting my key in, putting in gear, backing out? All those things are just automated. Right. And there's so many things in our day that is just is 
automated. We don't really think about it. If we had to think about every single thing that we were doing in a day, we wouldn't, we, we'd be drained by the end of the day. So our body does a lot of that for us. And so it's really like taking, um, doing little nudges to change. You know, and rather than doing a huge thing, I'm going to do this big thing. It's going to be awesome. And I'm going to change overnight. And people are going to be like, wow, look at you. Wow, you're incredible. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, like that's so rare. And it's it's very much like, okay, what's one thing I can do today that will steer me in the right direction? And then do that for a while, right? If you really master that and you're not really thinking about that new thing you've implemented after a while, then it's been, then it's become a part of you. And then add something else. So I want to know, I mean, because uh -huh. you're like a gold guru now, but I want to know what Paul was like. Pre when, when did you start like running and everything? How many years ago was it? Mm. Or when that friend Yeah, said, yeah, that was summer of 2011. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was about nine years now. Okay, so yeah. nine years ago, uh, yeah. what did your lifestyle look like? Did Ooh. you make goals? Like, what Dude, were you like? I drank soda like water. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. What was your soda of choice? Oh, Mountain Dew, for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. We have some free Mountain Dew in the I, fridge if you want it. I have it. Josh is sitting here with the Mountain Dew. I, I can't. I can't I, <laughs> yeah, I've actually, I haven't drank soda for about eight years now. Whoa. Oh, so, wow. So okay. I just. So it'll probably kill you right I'm, now. I just don't. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be tempted, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And it's interesting because like over Christmas, over Christmases, like I. My mom is an amazing cook, mm -hmm. and so my diet is not the same. Um, but it's a couple of weeks, and it's it's vacation, and it's family, yeah. and it's just it's good stuff, and it's memories, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, but uh, yeah, even just like those little changes, I can feel a difference. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but uh, but but then for a couple of weeks after, there's this. Um, where there's this pull back to it. Withdraw. You're withdraw, going through withdrawals again. Right, yeah. right. Where, sure. where you have that, where I'm like, and I work, one of my business partners for my for the marketing agency I have, um, he used to run a snack company. I used to help them with that and help with their marketing. And I even helped do deliveries. It was very much an operations. You get you do whatever you do to get stuff done. And yeah, last year I ate a lot, a lot more snacks, right? But it's one of those, <laughs> it's, it's just... But you have that pull, and so you got to slowly. You can't just cut it. I mean, yeah, yeah you just got to slowly pull back, right? Okay, so you you drink a ton of soda. Oh. You drink it like with water. Did yeah. you make goals? Other goals? I mean, not yeah. just about. Man, I was. I was very. It was probably um, since my my uh, uh, two year mission, uh -huh. mm -hmm. where it really I really started to like. I turned a corner. Um, I don't remember much prior to that. Yeah. I don't know if it's just my brain or I don't know. Like maybe they say like like what is it? Um, when when you have when when you take an emotion and you tie it to an event, it'll burn your memory. And mm -hmm. generally, like women have better memories because they tie things more like emotionally <laughs> to the events, <laughs> right? And so I don't even know. Maybe I was emotionless prior to my mission. I, I don't know. I can't remember all those things. Yeah. And so there's like little highlights, but I, I do I do know like during that time, like I I turned a corner. I I had I I I had so many. I had like five or six binders. I actually had about one or two crates worth of information that I had like written. I like wrote my I, yeah so that that was probably the start of like that side of things like writing and planning and 
and organizing myself. And so that probably started then. Well, it kind of sounds like that's when you started taking control of your own life instead of just kind of going along with it. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, now I'm going to make my decisions rather than Mm -hmm. here's what I do. Now I'm done with high school. Now I go on a mission. Mm -hmm. What now? Well, I'd actually lost. I was up. I had lost. I was about 270 when I started my mission. I finished it at about 230. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't do any diet difference. I just ate whatever members put in front of me, and you walked a lot but I walked. Yeah. That was the yeah. thing. I moved, and I wasn't used to moving. Not generally, okay. no. EF, like at, at EFY, that church yeah. camp, you know, I mm-hmm. I move. I, I would dance, but you know, and all that stuff. But generally speaking, day in day out, um, no. And, and that's that's the key. I think yeah. it's slow and steady. It's doing little things. Um, every day over a long course of time produces lasting change. Well, and that is impressive because a lot of people do gain weight back and that you lost that much and have kept it off. Well, post my mission, I gained it all back. Oh, you gained it all back. Yeah. And then, because I hadn't really established habits, uh-huh. I was in this rigid, like, here's how you live your life. Like, I, yeah. I wasn't telling myself how, how to live this life. Yeah. Like, the hardest time is when you have to do, like, it, for me, it's harder after the mission. I think for everybody, it's harder after mm-hmm. than during. During you, you like your whole life is planned. You have for you. rules. Yeah. You have rules. You can do, just you follow rules. Do, and you know you're told and exactly what to yeah. do, and it's good. It's 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 a good lifestyle, and it's necessary. And um, but but once you come back, and there's not somebody, you know, hey, wake up, we got to get out, right? Or like, there isn't this accountability anymore. And so once that once that accountability is gone, then it's it's really up to you. And so it took me a while, um, a, a, a few years later, but uh, eventually. I got there. So. so what was one of your first couple changes when you made the decision? Started actually thinking about what I was eating a little bit more. Um, eating more greens. Um, still, hate their greens. Oh, I love them now. I love them now. They keep talking about the green trees. I am. Weirdly enough, they've all referred to them as green trees. Like Not broccoli? broccoli? Not broccoli. Oh. <laughs> Not broccoli. Like, I don't eat the green trees. That's the best vegetable. Boys don't like their veggies. Sorry. I do. I am all about rabbit food. All about rabbit food. Well, I haven't gone on a date with Josh. Good point. Good point. Well, that's uh, the problem. (laughs) No. No, you're fine. But moving on. Veggies, though, was one thing. Um, I'm trying to think. Starting to exercise a little bit more. Eventually, a couple of years later, I started introducing yoga. Um, big fan of Bikram yoga, um, which is like 105 degrees, 90 minutes. Um, and I'm very much a, a, a like a routine person, as you as I've probably outlined already. And Bikram is same 26 postures every single time, and I, I love that. And so, um, just slowly started implementing these things, and couldn't even run a half mile. And then I started going to a mile, and then a few years later. You know, um, it was a half marathon, and then a little bit after that, it was uh, a, a full marathon, and and, um, and yeah, so just slowly trying to expand, you know, and, and do more. I did a half marathon. Like I had knee surgery a year before, like after, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well before the marathon, and I'm like, you know what? I got to prove to myself I can actually do it. Mm-hmm. And after that, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I actually, um, even, uh, yeah, I'm, I even wear a certain type of shoe now. That's, uh, that's 
Oh, that's a barefoot shoe. Oh, are those barefoot? Yeah, these are uh, a barefoot shoe. Um, and there, there's really nothing to them. There's just, it's purposeful. It's just like literally that's all it is. It's just a little, there's literally like that much between my feet and the ground. And that's why I run in now. Hmm. I started running in like with running shoes. Like I went yeah. with your top ones, the swoosh, right? And all of this stuff. And then yeah. I went to others and eventually I started just learning more um, about it. And I've started um, a lot of um, pain, a lot of um, um, skeletal problems are, are, what we wear and what we put on our feet. Um, mm. So that's, uh, anyway. Did you ever read the book Born to Run? I have it on my shelf, yeah. I've listened have to the... Yes. That's actually one of my all-time mm-hmm. favorite books. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about, yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, yeah, it talks about how we were, just as people, we were made to run. Mm-hmm. It talks about an indigenous tribe in Mexico. Very fascinating, very cool people. The thing that we do better than any other species on Earth we sweat really good (laughs) and what that why and the reason that's a competitive uh uh, a competitive advantage is that we can outrun things other things will eventually um overheat and we won't overheat um and he talked about uh the author born to run talked about that once you get to a certain distance um elderly women men they can all be at the same pace like once you get to that like 100 mile, 150 mile, it's that herd, uh, that pack mentality where you just, it's like, hey, there's dinner. Let's go chase it. And you just, as a group, run and you track it down. Yeah. Yeah. You'd probably like that book. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm breaking it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, so you've talked about how you started small, that you started planning at mm-hmm. first. So if someone's listening and they like have some goals, but they're maybe making excuses or they're <laughs> like, mm, I don't know if I want this. Like, what's your, like, if you could have a soapbox for a second to all those people out there that aren't motivated, get them motivated, what would you say? No well, pressure. Right. <laughs> well, I, I think you have to have desire, though. Yeah. Like, if you don't want it at some level, like, you'll never achieve it. Um, so whatever it is that you want, like if it's something that you're like, someone's telling you need to do and you're like, eh, you probably won't do it ever unless something inside you says, I need to do this. I, I think there needs to be a why to what we do. Um, and so if you can find your why, um, and, and, and also I think having someone to be accountable to, um, is good. Um, you guys, um, know my friend Dele, um, <laughs> very fit dude. And so I've known him for a long time. So I've had some good friends in my life that have helped me become accountable on the end. Him, him and my other two friends, Bryden and Joshua. Um, Joshua's one of my business partners. And uh, we, ever since college, have had our yearly goal setting session where um, leading up to it, we, we do what we call dream time. We each do it kind of on our own. And then we have our goals and then we go through them. And then we um, do our best to do kind of quarterly or at least once during the year as like um, accountability so we do that we have a huge google doc for a tab for every year and done that since nice i don't even know speaking of your why did you ask her out what (laughs) did you ask out that girl that made you yes yes it didn't um didn't work out but she is a phenomenal person she is phenomenal so does she know she's your wife uh, well, that, that wasn't my why. I wouldn't say she was my why. That, that was okay. like, <laughs> okay, but like, right. Yeah. 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 Um, 
No, um, no, I've told her the kind of that I've, I've told her, I've told her that, uh, she was the reason why I got, I start running, Mm -hmm. um, initially, but really the health goal was, was more for me and taking care of me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it needs to be rooted in who you are. It can't be, um, about someone else, Mm -hmm. right? Um, it can't be because that person could change. They they could go away. Even if you're like married, you have a spouse, you know, um, I think it to a certain degree needs to be you. And why am I doing this for me and my body? Um, why? Yeah. So I think at some level you need to have a why, have some accountability. Um, and then, um, I don't know if this is cliche, but smart goals, right? Specific, measurable, um, attainable, relevant, and timed. And so, um, yeah. So I would say set goals like that. And, Can I uh, add something to that that I heard this Please, week? please. So our friend Carolyn. Um, she is Orange Soul, and recently she's what Orange. Orange Soul is her like company. Oh, okay. Um, it's cool. her Instagram, but they've started to make it Smart Eagles with mm. a Y on the end, mm. and adding to all of those acronyms, mm-hmm. it has to be yours. Because mm. so many times we make goals based off of what we think we should be doing. Yeah. And you know this and that, and what's influenced by other people, mm-hmm. it has to be what you want what's smart for you and so I, i'm gonna start always adding that to the end of the smart goals smart i like eagles. it i like it so yeah i the only thing i would say like is um make it yours but obviously lean upon those who've, who've walked the path before mm-hmm. you know um there's a lot of wonderful people in this world who have for whatever goal you want have done it before have at least have some guidance and can be kind of your uh, mentor in the process and, uh, but I like that. I like that smarty. Yeah. It's great. It's a little smarty goal. Um, do you have any goals for this year that you're excited about? Definitely. Yeah. Um, I have a whole Google doc of stuff. <laughs> um, you're our type of yeah, person. Well, and I, I actually, <laughs> I am. So I do the whole process. Obviously, yeah. I, I do my own process. And for those things that haven't been finished, um, those other booklets, the um, the uh, multiple year and then your life in one booklet. Um, uh, I can't remember if I said that before we started or or after we started. I, I don't know if I did the whole rundown. Did I of it? I think it was after. Was it after? Okay. My yeah. brain. I don't know. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's why I write things down because I forget. And so um, – uh, but yeah, for, for those p- pieces of it that aren't finished yet, I've got those steps in a, in a Google doc. So every morning, um, I I'll go through and, and do each of those phases and get to the, get to the, to today. Right. So, um, this is, I'd say the biggest goal, um, the, the, what is it? What do they call it? The, the BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goal, <laughs> yeah. um, is, uh, this is probably a two-year goal, um, but to be an accredited investor. So, yeah, my business partners and I, we've got a lot of things rolling. And so you have to reach a certain, like, revenue level. And so our goal is to, to do that and so that we can become an accredited investor for businesses. So, awesome. yeah. So I have a question for you because mm-hmm. you're what people would call an Instagram influencer. Sure. <laughs> so, so you're you have the website Driven Deep, but you uh-huh. also have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. And at Driven Deep, yeah. you have a lot of followers. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. but I yeah. but I mean in the Instagram community, 
community. I don't know how many you have, but I just remember when I was looking through all this, I was like, dang, go Paul. But it's cool because on your website, you talked about how, like, your Instagram, mm -hmm. you want it to be, like, I don't remember how you, or on your website, how you worded it, about how you, you want it to be sort of that vehicle to help mm -hmm. share the gospel. Right, right. Yeah, no, um, definitely, um, I use Driven Deep as Driven Deep. The the genesis of Driven Deep was okay. I I like setting goals. I like health. I like graphic design. I like creating. I like business. So I was like, how can I combine all of those things? And over the course of a year or so, that's what materialized into Driven Deep. And so. Um, uh, it's been mostly just motivation and like, but now I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm um, gonna have like actual tools that I can help individuals with and um, like the planner. Mm -hmm, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and your graphics like are so and I, good. And I do artwork, and so eventually I'll um have I have some pieces available on now, but um little things like manufacturing and mm -hmm. framing, and so I've, I've figured out all that. So that'll actually be coming too later this year. So. Just more options and I'll, uh, yeah, so I love creating, so, yeah. So if you want something inspirational in your Instagram feed, because I know that sometimes, like, when you're scrolling, you're like, right. what, what am I following? Like, what is this, you know? But yours is something that is always inspirational. So. I just like creating. So, so what I do is I just, I don't know, it's just kind of a habit or a, a talent, I guess, you build. I wouldn't say I was naturally this way. Um, maybe from, like, a young I guess I would say from a kid, like I do visualize things in my brain. Like I visualize things in my brain. Like I can see it before I do it. I don't know if that's common or uncommon, but like I'll sit there and I'll be like, okay, how do I want to like, okay, here's the quote. What's an image I could put with it? And then I like think about it and I, you know, and you go like on um, like a, a free, like a uh, a stock image website or something. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, I'll get an image and I'll create it. And just, it's just kind of stress relief as well to kind of like create. I have one, but going mm -hmm. way back. So think about the beginning of this conversation when we were talking, you were talking about sleep, mm -hmm. how sleep's really important. Mm -hmm. You have this nighttime routine, you have this morning mm -hmm. routine. Mm -hmm. So how many hours do you sleep a night? Um, I try for about seven or eight. That's the goal. Um, obviously with running your own business and stuff, it, that doesn't always happen. Um, it's one of those where it's like if something has to get done, something has to get done. And if you have to do it at midnight, you have to do it at midnight if it needs to be done the next day, right? Um, but yeah, I try and get seven or eight. There's a ton of, and there's a book that I'm a big fan of, Why We Sleep. Um, it's uh, written by Dr. Matthew Walker. I'm a huge fan of him. Look at his TED Talk. It's incredible. Um, it's actually, <laughs> he starts it out like, um, it's, I, don't, I don't know if this is like, like, g-rated or whatever but he's like um you know men who get seven or more hours of sleep have higher testosterone levels than men who don't and he goes a little bit more into it than yeah. that but it's basically the thing where it's like not getting enough sleep will age you significantly and so shorter sleep is what he says shorter sleep is shorter life period like if you don't get enough sleep, you will die sooner, period. Um, it also increases your likelihood of having cancer, of multiple different kinds of cancer. 
Um, uh, yeah, there's what, and I talk about in my planner of what he calls natural killer cells. And even just losing one night of sleep, there's a huge drop in natural killer cells. The natural killer cells are what protect you against tumors and other attacking things um, within your body. And so sleep is is critical to survival. So do you have, do you have a bedtime? Do you have like an alert? Like it's time to go to sleep? Like what? What kind of prep mm -hmm. work do you have to do to get that seven hours in? And it doesn't happen all the time, but right. but you make plans mm -hmm. for it to happen. Mm -hmm. So what exactly. do those plans look like to reach that seven hours? Seven right, hours? right. Yeah, so I start about nine. Um, I try my best to start at nine. I'll, I'll clean my room for a little bit. I'll start to wind down. Um, I'll write my gratitudes. I'll write my affirmations um, for the day. And that's my time to kind of look through my day, right? In my morning routine, I'll go through and um, I'll go through from the from the biggest, like, you know, furthest, you know, um, aspect of, of my life, my whole life um, um, at a glance. And I'll take it to my multiple year and then my my uh, daily outlook. And then at the evening, that's kind of the um, that chance where I can look at it. How did I do? Um, I, and then I'll write in my gratitudes. Um, just really think about the day. So gratitudes are really powerful because... It get, it's a chance for you to relive what you already lived. And so your body can gain that benefit from it again. And it also helps you writing those gratitudes, see the world through a different lens. And so there's so much negativity in the world and people quickly go to the, to, to the pessimistic view. They quickly go to the negative. They're like, blah, 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 my life's awful. Blah, blah. It's like, no, your life's actually probably pretty great compared to most of the world. Like if you make, like if you have multiple you know, uh, sets of clothing, you have a car and you have a warm bed to sleep at night, your life's really great compared to a good chunk of the world. Like your life's incredible, but we have to think about it that way. We have to believe that we have to like remind ourselves of all the wonderful things that we have in our daily life. And so gratitudes, writing daily gratitudes, even just after a couple of weeks, it'll be a huge impact in your life. Um, uh, there's a book by Sean Acker called The Happiness Advantage. Wonderful book. He talks about that where he also has a TED talk. Um, which I love TED Talks. And so he, uh, he talks about even doing it after a couple of weeks, you can take a, a very a, a big pessimist and turn them into a low-level optimist in a very short amount of time, and that will hold, he says. So it's one of those where just something so small can have a profound effect in your life. And so I'll do that, um, and then I'll dim my lights to signify that my, my body, like to my body, like it's time to get ready to wind down, right? Um, one thing I, I do want to get better at is not having my phone next to my bed. Cause you, you know, you're like laying there and you're like, oh, let me, let me go through Facebook a little bit, or let me go, you know, or whatever apps. Right. And so, um, uh, that's one thing I do want to get better at. Cause that type of light, um, um, is not light. good for sleep. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so I'll do that. And then I just, yeah. And the biggest thing is consistency. So if you, have that anchor to your day, it'll be much easier to fall asleep. Um, I also like will turn the fan on to cool my body down. So taking your poor body temperature down a couple degrees is a huge factor in getting good sleep. Um, it's much easier to fall asleep when you're cold than when you're hot. And so the body naturally wants to be a couple degrees colder. Um, and so that that is a factor. So I'll put on the fan um, and then I'll just bundle up in like a blanket or something like that to make sure I'm like feeling a little cold when I go to bed. And that helps too. So the seven hours, is that what you, um, like over just falling asleep, is that what you feel that your body needs or is it coming from? 
So something else. Yeah. So so Matthew Walker talks about six plus, like anything less, you're really having huge impacts to your long term health. Um, I should probably have eight like that. He's like, if if you're consistently waking up tired, like you're not getting enough. Like your body will tell you. It's like your body's really good at letting you know if if we're aware and we're like paying attention to all the little things. Like our body's really good at telling us what's wrong. Um, if you're dehydrated, right? Oh, totally. Using the restroom, you're like, oh, I'm dehydrated, right? I need to drink something in the morning, right? And so same thing, like after, like if you're needing something to keep you awake in the morning, you're not getting enough sleep. So like you should be like, especially if you anchor your, well, and I would say like, especially if you're like anchoring yourself. So I think a couple of things. One, if you're consistently, like, especially on like weekends and, you know, Saturday and Sunday, you're like, way late and you get up like that's going to mess up your week that will definitely um hurt your week and having a consistent sleeping schedule so if if you continually and start implementing the, that anchor principle um then i would probably it's this is kind of the 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 uh um marketer coming out of me you know you don't you don't attack a, a ad campaign and you like with a bunch of different variables you attack it one variable at a time so you can see really what you need to fine-tune Right, so you take it one variable at a time. Yeah. So I would take the the anchor first, implement that, and then you know whatever you can get, like with your schedule, say it's six and then or seven, um, and then after you've done that a while, then then okay, am I really tired in the morning still? I'm still doing that start like that part. I'm anchored, right? Do I need more, right? And so some people might need nine, and it's it's a like nature is like telling us we need sleep. Like if we sleep eight hours a day and we live, we live to be like, and we live, we live to be ninety. We're asleep for thirty years of our life. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. That's a huge prompt to say, "Hey, sleep is important." Um, so, do you count the hours of sleeping the moment you tuck yourself into bed, and when you crawl out of bed, or do you count it when you finally go to sleep? I'm. I'm, I fall asleep pretty fast. And I think not. that's, well, I think that's, that's <laughs> partly, well, it's partly, it's partly because I've done some of these things. Yeah, like I anchor myself. It has that routine. My body's gotten really good. Um, and Saturday mornings, I wake up without even an alarm clock. Like I'll, I'll just wake up at 6.30 because my body, I'm like, later, I'm like, oh, must be time to wake up, right? Because my body is so anchored at that, um, that it's not. It, it doesn't need an alarm clock to wake me up. So that's probably another thing. Like, like if you need an alarm clock, you probably need more sleep too. Yeah. So do they measure it like professionals? Do they measure sleep and the hours that you need based off the time that you're actually sleeping or falling yeah. asleep? Yeah. So the, the, the book goes into it a lot more. Um, I'm, I mean, I have my, my athletic band thing that can track some of that. I'll look at that. Generally speaking, I just, I fall asleep pretty fast now so like i'm i'm pretty much out like if i wake up and wake up in the middle of the night there's something wrong yeah mm-hmm. so like um i generally just just because i've been doing this i just fall asleep i'll sometimes fall asleep while setting my alarm and it just falls out of my hand i just shut off so fast and so <laughs> i just fall asleep and then i wake up and so uh, that works for me but it's mostly because i've been i've been doing this for a while to like implement that slow sleep habits your alarm your phone or is it an actual it is my phone that's one thing that i i, I should make a goal for mm-hmm. and implement so because that would definitely make it a lot easier and less temp- temptation to like look at it you know mm-hmm. so yeah 
Well, especially, I mean, looking at your phone, it starts you stressed because you get all the not- notifications. You're looking especially at Especially in 2020, 2021, right? <laughs> exactly. Even I don't want to know what happened while I was asleep. I just <laughs> snooze all these people. Out. I don't, don't want to unfriend them. I'll just snooze you for 30 yeah. days. It's kind of like, yeah. it's real. I've, um, I used to have a graveyard shift, so mm-hmm. I was switching back and forth. And right. I've always gotten told, like, I don't know how you do it with functioning with a little mm-hmm. sleep as you do mm-hmm. like i'm good at five to six hours of sleep mm-hmm. my body will automatically wake up mm-hmm. like i go to bed at 12 30 i wake up at anywhere between 5 30 and 6 the book i don't know this is me this is what yeah. he is. he's like we can train our bodies but like he just he talks about where it's like that your your body still needs more it needs more it's craving we we, we can train our bodies to do certain things and like my I have family and other friends who are very much like, uh, you know, that same thing where they, they've, you know, it's like, I don't need more than that. It's like, no, you, you, you do need more than that. It's well, one of those where, and, and, and again, I don't mean, you know, no, no, no. it's one of the, like yeah. going back into like Gary yeah. Vanderchuk cause he was yeah. all about like, yeah. Oh, I only sleep four hours a day. Yep. And but yep. you can, you can see him aging mm-hmm. like drastically, yep. like from the, when he first got really popular, I started seeing he looked pretty young and now mm-hmm. he, he looks pretty old. Yep, well, much older than his age. Yep, it's uh, what is it? Uh, he, um, in his TED talk, he says that the World Health Organization has um, labeled like nighttime shift work as a narcotic, or as a no, excuse me, a carcinogen. Carcinogen, another fan, the big word, like <laughs> as as a carcinogen. And I would say probably like. Saying four hours is probably similar. E- even if you sleep during the night, it's probably similar where it's like it has such an impact on, on one's body. And so it's, um, it's, uh, it's tough, it's especially in the world we live, right, where there's lights on all the time, right? Especially in like a big city. How do you do it, right? And so um, it's really putting in those steps and putting in that effort. I didn't think I would find this sleep topic so fascinating, but I've actually been struggling lately. Like I'll like just pop up at one and then I'll be like, okay, I'll just start working and because I'm mm-hmm. feeling stressed. Right. Mm-hmm. But hearing you talking like, I don't want years off my life. And just like the different things that you can right. do to work on mm-hmm. like having, because like last year we talked with a guy that he was all about affirmations and he had mm-hmm. like sleep affirmations, like where he was like, you'll wake up tomorrow feeling refreshed or whatever so i think it's like something good for me to look into of okay i need a sleep routine because it's important and i would say so so one um like actually i have two thoughts from from what you said uh one is if you do wake up don't just lay in bed like go to another room because your body will soon like associate your room as a place of wakefulness Mm -hmm. And so, like, go somewhere else and be awake. And then when you get tired, then come back to your bed to, like, train your body. Um, but two, I would say, like, with anything in life, don't, like, be hard on yourself for whatever. Like, we all have a slew of things that we miss and we don't do. And there's so many things to do in a life, right? So it's like, don't get stressed about it. Just be like, hey, cool. That's that's a piece, good piece of information. Maybe I'll implement that this week. Or I'll try doing it. Like, no one knows, right? There's, there's still the outliers too. Like there's, it's one of those where it's like, you know, there's the people who smoke a pack of cigarettes a day and somehow they live to be 80, mm-hmm. right? 
And it's like, so we don't know what the body will do. And I really believe the body is amazing at regenerating itself and like healing itself. And so I think there's, at least from what I've studied, there's a slew of research where it's like, we don't know the full ramifications of how the body can heal itself. So I think, I think if we just start today, I think the body's amazing at healing. And um, it is the most beautiful, complex piece of machinery in, in the entire universe. You know, and so I think, you know, don't stress. And it's just like, I've, I mean, if we stress, there's enough things to stress about yeah. to like, but your no night end. routine just sounded so nice. I want it. Like, were you like, <laughs> I'm going to add clean my room for five minutes. Yeah, clean my room for five, five minutes before I go to bed. Because so. well, I'm not good at it, so I just do five I, minutes. I can do five I minutes. I sleep right? better if my environment is cleaner and mm -hmm. more sure. organized, mm -hmm. right? I can relax better. I, I somehow subconsciously, I know that I'm going to wake up in a better place. And yeah. so I can, like, relax because yeah. things are taken care of and I'm ready for the next mm -hmm. day instead of just trying to hide under my covers because the room is such a disaster around me. Right. So can we talk a little bit about, you've, you've mentioned your job, that mm -hmm. you have this right. um, agency, mm -hmm. the marketing agency. Tell yeah. us a little bit about this. So it started, um, I worked at an agency in West Valley, um, and uh, it, uh, my two partners worked at the same company. Uh, it was probably about four years ago now that I so started you, that job there. So your degree in marketing? So my degree is in art, actually, and graphic oh, design okay. and stuff. And so um, marketing is just a learned thing. Mm -hmm. So And honestly, Photoshop, I didn't really learn that in college. That's a learned trait. And so I just slowly, I just YouTube stuff, you know? So that's, I'd say that's, that's a goal thing. If, so, if like, yeah. you want to learn something, YouTube it. Mm -hmm. Like, my whole career is off of, like, YouTube you know what I mean? And like video and, and <laughs> learning and reading books and tutorials and stuff. So it's um, it's one of those where I've, I've had a love of business. And so I've coupled like that love of business and margins and like, you know, shipping and manufacturing. And then I coupled that with like marketing. And so I started studying that and worked with those, uh, my two partners back then. And we were just were like, we can do this so much better. And there were so many issues and we it's one of those where you you're like, hey, we should do this. And like no one hears you. And the and like <laughs> the decision makers like, no. Or, yeah, we'll do that one day, you know? And so eventually we're just like, well, we're going to do it. And so um, we started about um, a little over a year ago and one client. And um, we're at like 20 clients right now. And we've hired, we're going to be hiring our third person. So okay. what's the is, name of the company? It's called Webinots. Okay. So Webinots. So it's uh, it's all about, um, it's like a space theme. We, we about the Apollo program <laughs> and uh, we're actually going to be uh, getting our own like um, swag and we're going to have mission patches for every year that you're in the company and so um, but the whole premise of it is like of kinda, course kinda a marketing like, company will think of their swag right. <laughs> I love I mean, it you got to you got to <laughs> I love so it. Um, and then we're each going to take turns between the three business owners on like designing the, the patch so mine, is, cool. mine isn't coming for uh, another two years so but um but yeah, so um, the whole premise of it is creating your own business solar system and how like a solar system, we got the, the eight planets or nine, depending on who you talk to, <laughs> right? And so, and each of those are necessary. There actually might be a 10th. There's one. Anyway, I don't need to nerd out about space, but um, each of these are in a particular orbit and the they are linked to each other in, in a way where if one is gone, the whole thing, like Earth is not where it should be if one of these planets is gone, right? And so it's similar to your business where 
every business has all of these planets that are orbiting your idea or whatever that that core business is. And so you got everything from finance to security to um, to e-commerce to brick and mortar to um, marketing to um, just all these things. And, and each business is different, but you basically create your own solar system and all these things have to be talking to one another. Um, so, yeah, we've. We uh, started about a year ago. We we um we actually have our own um, curriculum. We're we're writing. We did it our first run. We called the seven pillars of of uh, digital marketing, and so we're we're implementing that. We did it with a bunch of businesses out in Tooele, um, through uh, Tooele County, and um, yeah, we're going to be um, refining that. Actually, making it into a course. We did it for them. It was all live stream, and so we're taking that live stream. And we're gonna. Um, actually refined into like actual an actual digital course that you can buy and so um, we love helping businesses so it's just a tool that goes through everything from what's your mission statement what's your mission vision all of like what are your business values and all of that to um, what are your costs of goods sold margins all of those things to digital infrastructure is what we call it to like how do you track things on the internet from facebook pixels to google to Google Tag Manager from, you know, Facebook ads to Google ads, all those things. And then we go into content, how to design things and cheap ways that business owners can design things. So the idea is with the whole seven pillars is to um, sidestep agencies because there's a lot of stupid things about the agency culture. And a lot of it is like hiding data and like not letting the business owner know really what's going on and so we're all about transparency and letting giving them ownership and having them decide what they want to do with their data and empowering them so that's that's a huge thing for us is empowering them and giving them the tools and the resources because a lot of things they could do with employees they have just here's here's how you can make an uh um, like a cool ad on facebook here's an app Here's some free content. So it's so that's kind of what the course is about. It's just really empowering small businesses. I think that sounds great because I mean, Josh's small business. I have my business from Minnesota, and sometimes it seems so overwhelming. Meredith's gonna have her woodworking business in years to come. But it seems so overwhelming of like you're just trying to do your own thing, let alone like marketing sometimes falls to the wayside. So that's awesome. Yeah. So it's just just tools and stuff where it's we we basically go through it all step by step and so we'll, we'll be coming out with that later this year as well so is this going to be you can go online we haven't figured out pricing and all that yet but it's really it's literally you can go on it and it will walk you step by step with the secret sauce of how to track everything through google analytics google tag manager facebook making sure all the tracking parameters on the back end are on your website appropriately, um, and then how all those softwares are talking to each other, and we'll walk you through step-by-step step on how to do it. So a lot of um, agencies will hold that back. A lot of them don't even know how to do it, to be quite honest. Um, they, they say they do, but they really don't. Um, and, um, you know, and we're going to teach you how to do it. And so if, if you want, it's one of those where it's like, here's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Often it's like they, they watch and they're like, can you do that for me? I was like, yeah, we do that for you. But we we definitely want to empower and help yeah, people. Yeah. Help people of all price ranges. Make so. make the decisions yeah. on, on what's best for them. Yeah. Well, if the owner knows like what you're doing. And what's that? If the owner of the business knows what you're doing, they're like, yeah, I chose them to do it because mm-hmm. they knew it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it, you're not hiding it. Like, right. I've talked to a lot of ad agencies mm-hmm. and – 
like I'll ask them a lot of questions and mm -hmm. trap questions mm -hmm. to see what they actually know. Right. And it's just so interesting. Like, like, okay, well, you answered that trap question incorrectly. So, right. So you're not really see you later. Yeah. Like you're, you're just sailing me right now. <laughs> Watch out yeah. for Josh. You're yeah. He'll <laughs> <laughs> get you. Well, it's one of those where it's, um, we, we actually like have worked so closely with our business, uh, with, with our clients. Like they now know things like the way we do reporting and the way we go through things, they're now asked, like, it's like we're teaching these new principles. And yeah. so our, 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 our first client, actually, we actually have our offices in their building. They wanted us to be in house in a way. So, so they, We've honestly um, been working so well with them, and it's going so well that we're we're in their building, and so it's kind of cool to see that transition where it's like they didn't even know to look for X, Y, and Z, and now they're like asking questions beyond those things. So anyway. that's great. Well, Paul, thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like you I've bet. learned a lot. What about you guys? Yeah. yeah. Good ideas. <laughs> that, was a, that was a very convincing idea. Yeah. I feel like you synchronized that. You synchronized that, I feel like. Yeah. Definitely have some things I want to think about and little things I want to implement to change. Right? Very broad, and we go over sleeping goals and just how you went from being uh, a danceable, lovable kid <laughs> to... Uh, who loved his not. soda and Cheetos, <laughs> you know? You know? Yeah. Well, but. if anyone's listening and they're like, oh, I want to contact Paul, whether it's for the agency or mm -hmm. um, journal, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so you can go um, go to my Instagram, um, at Driven Deep. Um, and then for my agency, it's at Webinauts. That's W-E-B-I-N-A-U-T-S. So, and uh, website's DrivenDeep.com. Website is webinots.co. We just got the .com, so that'll be transitioning eventually, but it's .co right now. Um, but yeah, I just say like, if anyone out there is like, what do I do? What's the next step? Just pick one or two things. Just one or two things. There's so many things in your life that are already an autopilot that you have all these habits. Like if you really looked at, like took a step back and looked at your life, your life is built like, Habits are everywhere. You are built upon habits, like built with habits. And so I would just like pick one and really and like like what's the what's the end goal? Who do I want to be? And pick one today that will get you a little bit closer. And then maybe six months from now, add another and then add another. My whole weight loss journey, it wasn't it took me four years to lose it all, four or five years to lose it all. It wasn't all in one year. And I didn't want it to be that way. I didn't want to think about it. It was more about the habits and who I want to become versus what it did, like what was the end goal. So it just kind of was like a byproduct of of the goals I was setting. So I just say start small. I love it. Well, and that's part of our theme. It's dream big, start small, and act daily. There you go. This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. <laughs>